Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. All right, man. Here we are. Just played Battlefront and Morpheus, which is insane. The London Heist. The London Heist. Okay, so let's let's talk Battlefront first. So Battlefront, um, it's fun as hell. I don't know. It's your kind of game. What do you think? Um, well, you know me. I'm not a normally a first person shooter, nor a you know team like twenty on twenty sort of thing. And By the way, I'm drinking Stone Apia. Of course you are. It's ten in the morning. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, yeah, ten in the morning. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun. I loved the format. You know, we were on Hoth and uh, and you know you're running down the trenches, and then you were also inside the, the base, and so right. it was really cool. It, it definitely for me who I'm not usually used to those mechanics. It took me a, a couple tries to get right, right. to get the hang of it, and uh, but uh, like the first uh, run we went through, I only uh, killed two uh, two people, but I think the last one I had like. 10 plus, so I was starting to get the hang of it. Well, someone was on the top of the leaderboard both times, but I'm not, I'm not trying to brag, but... Well, you know, when you, uh, <laughs> when you get into an ATST okay. as soon as you can and start taking out your, your podcasting partner every single time he responds, that might, might be able to up your score. Dude. Okay, the ATST was sick. Okay. Uh, so the way they do the... I don't know, I, I was, I got stuck on the rubble side and I didn't have any opportunity to get to a vehicle. Well, I like the way they did the vehicles, actually. They did, uh, it's like power-ups. So, basically, this is the first time we've actually got the podcast looking at each other, this is weird. Um, so, oh, don't judge me. Okay, so, <laughs> the cool thing is, is you, you run on the field, find a power-up, and then you press, well, on the PC it was you press 4, then you go into ATST. Oh, is that what, okay, because I, I picked up the snow speeder like four times. I didn't know how to make it oh, work. Oh, no, you press four. So, and then there was other, so you press one, two, and three were different types of guns. I got the RPG at some point, which is pretty cool. I, I had the RPG. Uh, but yeah, so I, I tried the TIE Fighter. The TIE Fighter it flies like a TIE Fighter. It was very, very difficult to fly. But uh, I really I really enjoyed the ATST. It's a little It was a little OP on the field once I got around uh, a bunch of dudes, and I was like... I'm just blowing people away. There's missiles, uh, so it was it was really cool the way they did it. Um, I'm I'm gonna pre-order the game still. Uh, I'm happy about it. I think I, like it. I think it'll be because we had to stand up at these kiosks, and I uh, I think you know it was four thousand degrees by the way. Oh, and it was four thousand degrees in there. <laughs> I think uh, I, I think I'll still pre-order it in just you know in the comfort of my own place. And, uh, with a fan on and everything, I think I'll enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. And now that I know how to get into the damn vehicle. Um, well, in the beginning, it was kind of tough, too, because... We there was the, nobody we, there. Yeah, we were the only two people on the PC. And we were each on the opposite I didn't faction. realize that you were on the... Uh, the Rebel. On the, on the Rebel side uh, at first, but um, it was fun, dude. I really enjoyed it. Uh, sadly, we had to leave. They actually let us play for quite a while. We played for, what, 25 minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, we played, what, three rounds... Uh, again, uh, it was really fun. I like the way they do the power-ups. I like the way that, um, it was actually cool. Once there was more people playing, we were, like, running through the base, um, together, so that was kind of cool. I had that, I haven't played a FPS in a long time. It was really fun. Um, so then, this will be short. Then, after we played Battlefront, 
we walked over to, we had a 10 o'clock time slot for Project Morpheus. With the PS4. With the PS4. It's a new virtual reality system. I played the London Heist. <laughs> yeah, the um, first thing I did is I went over and played a puzzle game, which is kind of like a, a 3D Tetris, but like you've got to worry about pitch and yaw and, and everything. So it took a couple minutes for me to get the hang of the controls, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I played London Heist. Basically, you start off, you're about to be tortured by this dude and a wife beater. And then... Uh, With missing teeth and a blowtorch. I mean, he, he has a blowtorch, he flips a cigarette at you, and then you get a phone call, and you have to find... What was the name? Um, Melope? Oh, uh, no. Uh, what was the name? Uh, Serena. Serena. So, anyway, it it's insane. I looked all the way around me. I could see... The room. I mean, you are literally closed into this world. It was the coolest thing yeah, I've yeah. done in a while. Dude. Okay, it was really funny because you're in a library and you're stuck right. behind this little desk and you've got to open up drawers and you find the gun, you find the clips, and so you've got to put the clip in your gun and everything, which is really cool. But then you've got to find a key, which I'd have to say Marshall never found the key. I never found the key. I found the key. I was trying to shoot fools, and he's like, "Oh, is that everybody?" He's like, "Maybe you need to find a key." I was like, "Damn you!" Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was funny. I found the key and I opened up the door. And uh, and then inside the door there was a gem, and I found I did all this before the the people came. I saw you do that. And I was like, that's what damn cute. Yeah. So the first thing I did, I picked up the huge diamond, and all of a sudden the alarm went off, and everybody <laughs> came, and I'm like, ah, because I hadn't found the gun at that point yet. Like the best part was watching you kind of walk off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I couldn't find where the last gun, the last shooter was. So I was like, so okay. So I started walking around the desk, and the guy's like, nope, you got to stay put. Oh, that was awesome, dude. Uh, but I mean, I asked him when it come when it's coming out. He said back into 2016, maybe. Uh, it was one of the coolest things I've done, dude. VR. I mean, that was the best virtual reality I've ever done. I mean, it's hard to really put into words, but I mean, you're pulling triggers, you're putting clips into a gun. You know, outside of the tactile, yeah. everything visually is there, and I thought that was freaking phenomenal. Yeah, I, you had to pick up the phone. You had to, the guy was handing oh, you the so phone. Cool. I never you had put to, the phone to my ear. Yeah, you had to put I it to your ear it. so you could hear it. I didn't put. I was, like, trying to figure out, dude. I couldn't even put it together. It was well, cool that's why, like, it's really intuitive, yeah. which is what you need in virtual reality. Exactly. Um, but the, uh, the the cool thing is, like, I felt like I was, like, playing, because, like, you know, you find the clips, and so I was opening the thing, I was like, clip, <laughs> right, clip, clip, lay them out in front of me. And so the, as the shooting was going, I was like, I had the gun in my hand, I'm like, clip. I'm, I'm shooting guys, looking clip, in the drawers still, putting clips in, it was fun. So there was two, there was another uh, London heist where you're driving a car. Yeah. And I really tried to convince them to let me try that one. Um, but, cause I mean, I played maybe for four or five minutes. Yeah. I mean, at the very most, uh, which was very sad. Yeah, I feel bad. I got done with the puzzle game and he's like, oh, you have to play too. Yeah, there's it. London Heights over there. Why don't you go try that? And I'm like, awesome. My guy's like, that's the end of the demo. He's like, damn you. So anyway, um, let's go back to Battlefront real quick. So I am super pumped about Battlefront. I can find myself playing it. I mean, if it's 40 on 40, it's actually very fun. Um, the vehicles are neat. I actually would have rather, I would have liked to try, the one thing we didn't see that I, that's why I wanted to go back. The one thing we didn't see was, uh, actually the hero power-ups. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to see that. So, no, I did pick up a couple of hero power-ups. Um, you actually found them? What was it? Was it Luke? I didn't. You didn't even freaking activate it. I didn't right. activate it. I'm going to try not to be mad at you. Okay, I really am. So, I wish we could play again, sadly. Uh, but that game's coming out sooner rather than later, so. Yeah, it's what, uh, November? Yeah, November. So we're good there. Um, anything else? So, so far, this is day one, by the way. Yeah, I, uh, of, uh well, going back Comic-Con. to Battlefront really quick, uh, you know, again, I'm not a big FPS person. I mean, to, I mean, I've said on the podcast before, but, you know, the last FPS I really got into is Goldeneye. Right. And Perfect Dark. And what I like is I'm not 
I mean, I'm not a a, a, um, a PvP person. So I'm glad they're going to be allowing you to do solo missions and stuff. Oh, yeah. So that'd be cool because then you're not stressed about, okay, well, I've got to be part of a team. And and then there's the co-op thing, too. So yeah. You, so if we wanted to be social, So you could do I co-op could like Halo or, or, exactly. uh, or Team Fortress. So that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, as for everything else so far today, you know, I was actually a little disappointed in EarnHQ's technology this morning. Oh, yeah. Um, we, you know, they have the RFID bracelets, which is fine, but one of the kiosks wasn't working to scan it, and it took them, like, 15 minutes to figure you it know, out. And mine wouldn't work right here, either, at the Morpheus station. Oh, really? Like, the, the girl's all, oh, why don't you go ahead and brag, you know, put it on here, and it wasn't working. Yeah, she didn't even ask me yeah. to scan it there. So, it's different this year. So, NerdHQ, which is where we're at now, we're in a little corner. NerdHQ is very interesting this year because they're not in Petco. You know, the children's library, everybody was queued up outside, and then what we did was, th- thankfully, we had the reservations for Battlefront this morning, otherwise we'd probably still be in line waiting to get in, because yeah. every single person had to register. Last year, I remember I walked in, my brother and I walked in, and we basically were able to choose whether or not to get these little wristbands and to sign up on the app and stuff, so yeah, I was, they were requiring I was actually, it to this year. It was a little funny how at the uh, beginning we just kept hearing people say they were having issues with internet connectivity, mm-hmm. and I'm like... They need the the nerd herd to come out. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That'd be funny. So anyway, dude. Um, but so far, we're under HQ. We're gonna go explore a little bit more, I think. Yep. And um, yeah, we'll Good check time. in. We'll check in again later. So far, this is uh, day one, right? Uh, day one point five. Well, one point five. So signing off from day one point five. All right. All right, my friend. Here we are again. Are you excited? I am very excited. It is Friday night here in San Diego Comic Con. Ironically, well, I just saw Kevin Smith. You did. You just hit the uh, Hall H. You popped your Hall H cherry. Tell me I about did. that. Oh, it was awesome, dude. I, I've been wanting to do Hall H for years. Uh, the only reason I was able to do it was because... Go ahead and thank J.J. Abrams yeah, right yeah, now. I, I'll thank J.J. Abrams for that. Basically, he uh, decided to do a surprise concert after the... Lucasfilm panel and cleared Hall H. It was basically uh, Kevin Smith's worst nightmare, is what he always says. That you know he always fears of walking out and seeing nobody at his panel. And uh, okay, just to be clear here, uh, by nobody uh, being at Kevin Smith's panel, I still believe there is at least two to three thousand people. Oh, at least. I mean, there was probably between three and four by the end of it. But it was it was awesome. He brought his daughter out. He showed the Yoga Hosers uh, trailer. And I can't wait for that movie. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very tired. But um, what was the other thing? Oh, he brought out the villain. Uh, he called it the... What is it? The Hockey Gollum is the villain of Yoga Hosers, which is going to be hilarious because basically Kevin Smith, because uh, Jason Mewes can't, couldn't deal with all the prosthetics, Kevin Smith basically is what he calls the... Uh, what were they called? The little uh, Nazis. Bratzies. Uh, Bratwurst Nazis. And he runs around and dies in a bunch of horrible ways. His daughter kills him a bunch of times, which I thought was gonna, which is going to be awesome. Anyway, uh, that aside, he brought out the Gollum at the end. It was great. He told, you know, ranted, you know, off of five or six stories for two hours. Uh, you know, but for me, the best part about it was not only did I get to see Hall H, but... For me, it was it was about seeing his daughter up on stage and having two daughters of my own, and seeing like as he was talking, she was up there for at least an hour. You know, he didn't introduce her at first. She came out after, and basically she walked up, and they shared the podium together. It's not like she was sitting away from him. You know, they were as close as you and I are right now. And basically, 
as he was talking, you could just see she was just loving him. You well, know? you know, when he talks on his podcast, he's always talking about how they're friends and yeah. that, you know, they text back and forth. And he goes, like, Dad, you're baked, aren't you? <laughs> and, you know, basically any dad is going to want that for his kids. And, and I, it was cool to see that in real life. I was only... I don't know, six, seven rows from the front. I got some good pictures. I even got a, I even got a favorite from, from him afterwards. Nice. Call, I called his quote-unquote worst nightmare panel, Hall H panel, and it was so good. Also dude. got a favorite from Ralph Garman. Yeah. Uh, well, the Garmin is strong with me, my friend. And we have that tomorrow night, so we'll talk about that I tomorrow. I am thoroughly excited about that tomorrow night. But the big thing that happened today is uh, first thing we got up and we uh, came into uh, the Gaslamp District and we camped out at, at Petco for a few hours. For few the, hours for sure. Yeah, <laughs> we were uh, we were the uh, the soldiers at the gates while we were waiting and making sure people weren't cutting in line. Oh my God, so many people ignoring the fact there's a line, you know. Yeah, and this is like two and a half into our three hour wait, and, uh, there, and we did meet up with uh, Chinook and uh, his buddy Juan, which was cool as yep. well. And uh, oh, we had a good breakfast from Lucky's right across the street. They had a really good breakfast burrito. I highly recommend it. Um, but basically, we were waiting in line for the Nerdist Carnival, featuring um, uh, Felicia Day and Amy Poehler's Smart Smart Girls. Yeah, that was cool. Um, which actually, you know, I was while I was waiting in line, I got a retweet from uh, Amy Poehler's Smart Girls about waiting in line, so it was cool. Well, we finally got let in, and the first panel we went and saw was uh, this. Pardon me. This uh, cool little new uh, new uh, mini series. Called, yeah, yep. Another round. Uh, I'm good. I'll have one more. Thank you. A cool new mini series called Electric Woman and Dyna Girl. And and yeah, it, and I was trying to put together who the the smaller girl with the short hair was, and she's a YouTuber that I saw in a documentary I showed my students a while back. The whole time I was like, why do I know this girl? Why do I know this girl? And it looks awesome. Um, yeah, her name's Hannah Hart. Yeah, you can follow cool. her on Twitter at, at Hardo. And uh, also uh, um, Grace Helbig, who, um, you know, they were referencing stuff I, that I didn't know her from, but I've, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, epic rap battles of history, and she played Juliet in the, uh, the battle between Romeo and Juliet and Bonnie and Clyde. And nice. I just remember her for saying, put those bitches on blast. <laughs> and so she was, she was really funny, and uh, it looks like a, a really funny sort of uh, take on female... Yeah. power and superheroes um, without superpowers so that's really cool but uh, we saw them and because uh, we, we were waiting for Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk to right, come out right they were hyping Harking up back to the old uh, the Firefly days yeah of course they were talking about it and uh, Alan Tudyk came up and says yeah I still feel an open wound right <laughs> right here his chest. yeah right in his <laughs> chest and then of course uh Fillion had to come up with a great joke, and uh, it's this: How do uh, how do reavers um, clean their spears? <laughs> they run it through the wash. They run them through the wash, <laughs> which was awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, so it's funny, but not only did uh, Nathan Fillion and Alan Tuda come up, but Felicia Day mm-hmm. joined them because she's also part of Con Men, right? Um, which is their upcoming show coming out this fall. I believe they said September thirtieth, something like that. Yeah. Um, and Felicia Day's book is coming out October 11th. Um, we'll get to that more in a minute. But it was just really cool. It was talking about uh, um, these people at a convention and their 
part of a sci-fi show that gets canceled too soon. Right. If that sounds familiar, they said it's absolutely yeah, well, nothing yeah. like a ripoff of Firefly. Well, nothing at all, probably, right? Which it obviously <laughs> is. But clearly it is. But uh, shiny, right? Oh, dude. I'm, I'm excited about all these things, and we... We sat in that place for several hours, man, and right. so we saw, so after Nathan, Phil, well, Felicia Day left early because she had a panel at one, and uh, Fillion and, and Tudyk, you know, took some more questions and that kind of thing, then they left, and then what was next? Um, they had the cast of the uh, the new uh, show, or the new movie that is uh, produced by Nerdist, and it's called The Hive. Right, 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 right. And it's not about bees. They made clear <laughs> it was not about bees. But it was more of, they're, they're really hyping it as a horror with a heart. Right. Which, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of horror, but it was intriguing, and it's always nice to see directors, producers, actors getting up and talking about their about what they're doing. And anytime I'm sitting on a panel or sitting through a panel to watch another panel, I, I find myself, you know, following those people on Twitter, you know, checking out their stuff later, only because it's, it's, it's just... It's content and it's people creating and and it's always usually pretty good. Yeah, so. I, I, I actually still remember the first panel that I went to with you at our first Comic Con three years ago, and uh, it was um, we were go- waiting uh, to go see the voice actors of the companions of Swordsword. Right, right. And we waited. That was before, a great panel. Yeah, and we Vanessa waited in the panel before it. Yeah, and the panel before it was for Merlin. Yeah. Which neither one of us had ever saw. No, I had seen it. I, I wasn't up to date, though, because Kate loves that show. Yeah, so it was really kind of cool. We ended up seeing a cool Merlin panel before that. So, right. you know, it's kind of cool when you see that sort of stuff. Um, and this show looked cool. It had a guy, you know, um, one of the, the uh, supporting characters is Steve Agee, who uh, does a lot of stuff. And he was actually in uh, the uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour that right. we saw a little bit later. But he's also on At Midnight a lot. Cool. Through Nerdist, so... All right, motorcycles, motorcycles. Okay, yeah, so, so... we saw The Hive, but then the big one after that was... Well, and that's when... Uh, that was the Thrilling Thank Adventure you. Hour. Yeah. Which is cool. I was unfortunate they didn't have Pageant Brewster. Hold on. It's motorcycles. All right, right now we're doing this recording outside of Jolton Joe's on... Uh, was the 6th and J here in the Gaslamp District. Yeah, man, and it's um, it's crowded and packed. It's Comic Con, and there's people everywhere. There's cosplayers everywhere. Fortunately, we have the patio to ourselves, so audio quality is going to be a little off because you know we have background noise and wind and various things. But the wind died down, so we thought we'd break out the mics and bust this out before we head back to the uh, to the spot. So, yeah. so after, well, they had the thrilling adventure hour right. with Steve Agee and Paul F. Tompkins was out there. I was looking forward to seeing Pageant Brewster. Unfortunately, she wasn't on the panel. Well, and I've never seen that show. It's um, pretty funny. It's a well, it's a podcast, right? That's done in the style of old thirty style radio programs. Oh, that's awesome! Okay. And it is hilarious. Yeah, so I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Um, and then after that, that was a cool panel. Regardless, there was a ton of people on. There was at least nine, eight or nine people on that yep. panel. Uh, after that, it was Felicia Day, right? Yeah, and all by herself. Yeah, she came out solo, which is, and she usually wouldn't. In the past, the last few years, I mean, this is the fourth year I've gone to Geek and Sundry. It's steadily gotten bigger. Now they're partnered up with Legendary um, and doing a lot of content. They're footing the bill, obviously, for a lot of that. And the cool thing was is that, you know, she came out, obviously, to hype her book a little bit and do Q&A. But, you know, she came out solo and talked for more than five minutes, you know. Uh, And she was herself. It was really cool. She took Q&A most of the time. And there were some really good questions. Uh, Will Meerkatted it. 
did. You know, so that's up there, and it was it was a great time. And afterwards, she did a signing, and I think and and here's what I'm gonna say real quick too, because for me, uh, between Kevin Smith and Felicia Day, two of my favorite geeks, and on probably my two favorite geeks on the planet. Uh, the, the, the thing I took away from both their panels, and it was the same theme, it's do what you love, you know, keep doing it regardless of people telling you what to do, um, you know, don't surround yourself with people that are putting you down and saying you can't do a thing, you know, and, and, and the reason we're doing this right now in the middle of all these people, people are looking at us sideways, I don't give a shit. So my thing is, is that the reason I'm doing this is because of Kevin Smith and Felicia Day. And I told her that today. Um, so let's get to that real quick. There, She did a signing afterwards. And, you know, we watched the Orphan Black panel. We Actually, we should probably talk about that first. Um, after her panel was a very short Orphan Black panel. And pretty much every single person was there except the actress that plays Delphine. Right. Uh, I mean, Tatiana Maslany was there. Even... Uh, you know, Beth's dead boyfriend was there, which was really cool. Yeah, Paul um, played by... Paul, um, exactly. Uh, so, uh, I can't remember his name. Dylan something. Yeah, anyway, so Paul was there too. And, Dylan Bruce. Yeah, and so that was awesome. And I, I really enjoyed the panel. I was worried because uh, Felicia was signing as we were watching the panel. So I'm like, and they started late, and so I was like, I, I have a ticket. I want to make sure I get to her. I want to go back to the tickets really quick. We yeah. had sat down at the very beginning, and even before... <laughs> The um, even before the Electro Woman and Bad Girl. Uh, That's that beer. I'm I got sorry. I got the wrong beer. It's okay. Wrong She'll come fr- back. Oh, we forgot to say what our frosty beverage is for tonight. Well, I was drinking a IPA. Uh, a uh, what was it? Um, Sculpin IPA. And now you're drinking what I'm and drinking, now- which is the Green Flash. 30th Street ALL. Yeah, I'm very disappointed, but that's okay. I mean, it's good. It is. It's just not an IPA, which I'm gonna I'm gonna send this back when she comes back. But anyway. So these tickets, we even before the Electro Woman and Dana Girl panel started, um, we looked over and where the Felicia Day booth was, right. and uh, they were handing out tickets, and we're like, what? That we better run and get it. So Marshall ran up and he got a ticket. I ran up and I got a ticket. Come to find out later, when we get into line finally, they only give out a hundred tickets. That was really? it. I didn't realize it was so few. And so in line, we were numbers 99 and 100. And it actually really worked out in our favor, too. I'm usually, you know, we usually get there early. We're the first to line up. We're kind of, you know, it was nice to kind of be able to leave a, an impression a little bit. Yeah, Marshall's a little starstruck whenever he sees Felicia Day. Oh, I love Felicia Day. Uh, uh, you know, and again, going back to what I was saying, she just inspires me. And, and it's not a creepy thing. I have a wife and kids. I mean, I, I, I think she's awesome. I love what she puts out. And I like her energy, I like her positivity, and I like the fact that she's up front with the fact that she's like, yeah, I freak out every morning. And, like, you know, I freak out sometimes I'm in the podcast. It's like, what the hell am I doing? I mean, she you was know? talking about how she's an introvert, which, and she, because I'm an introvert as well, and that's why podcasting works great for me, because I can talk to a large audience and I don't see them. I would love to meet you guys, but it's just, it's, it takes energy out of me. And she said that she has to go back and just power down, and yeah. that's where she gets her energy, is being alone. And, of course, she was watching tiny house hunters which she went off on which is amazing yeah, it's, I it's, can't a little, even, it's a little tight it's a little tight I could never watch a show like that but that's alright I all need right. a little bit more wall space <laughs> I mean you're looking for a tiny house anyway uh, tiny. Okay, so it was cool so we yeah Oops. so we, we were the last two in line right. um, which was great it worked out really well for us because every year well for the last three years uh, you know as as you heard on the last podcast one of our sponsors now thanks wife 
Um, it's Pippi's Long Stockings, and as we said before, you know, you give 10 bucks a show for a month, and we'll hook you up with a nice little care package of socks. But every year, I always bring socks for Felicia, and she said something. I well, first of all, I thanked her. Obviously, I said, "Look, I just want to say thanks for you know being an inspiration." thanks for doing what you do and can I give you socks again you know I said you've inspired me to start my own podcast that kind of thing and she was just like oh my god that's awesome I'm so glad you started a podcast okay before before that though I'm about seven feet behind him I'm waiting in my my spot in line and I hear him say can I give you socks and all of a sudden I hear this from Felicia oh you're the guy with the socks (laughs) and it was it was awesome so she was doing a signing and she, I always have her sign something for my wife because my wife's the one who runs the shop, and you know she helps me pick the socks out. And, and she's she's the one that you know keeping the uh, you know the ship down at home exactly. uh, while we're off here at Comic Con. So yeah, the wife makes this possible. So I always have her dedicate something to my wife, and she wrote her thanks for the socks, Katie thing. You know, I put it up on Instagram, so check that out. I mean. It, it made my day, honestly, and I, I love what she does, um, and I just want to say thanks for humoring me and taking my socks. She, she said something really sweet. She said, you know, um, your socks keep my feet warm all year, and I'm just like, that's, I mean, it just, it, you know, she didn't have to say that. No. She didn't even have to open them. This is the first time she's actually ever opened them in front of me. And, and I got a post for pictures with her. Yeah, and I got a picture of her, you know, accepting the socks and her expression on her face. And I posted that up. And so that was really, yeah, as, really cool. As Marshall cool. walked away, uh, I was the next one. And she called over her friend Claudia, who works for Geek and Sundry as well, and said, look, they're foxes. Because <laughs> she loves foxes. She's like, oh, I love foxes. You know I love foxes. This is awesome. And... I think a couple years ago I gave her fox socks with like they had like geek glasses on, so that was cool. Yeah. So then it was my turn when I got up there and I squatted down next to her and took a picture and and uh, and and I said, you know, Marshall was really nervous giving you socks, and I'm like, even though he does it every year, and she's like, why? He's like my favorite person in the world. <laughs> which which I appreciate. Thank you, Felicia. Hyperbolic, but so. Yeah, obviously. Uh, so. Let's move on. I I'm glad that we got that done. Tomorrow's our big tomorrow's our big Swotor day, um, which I'm excited about. So, but we did one other really cool thing. Well, a couple other really cool things today. In uh, practical jokers, you know, I listen to Tom, Steve, Dave, What Say You podcast. I you know I love comic book men. So. My whole thing was, Impractical Jokers had a little storefront here with like cool, like it's like a museum, and they decided to do a signing today. And yeah, it was called the Museum of Impractical History. Exactly. And so I was worried that it was gonna me sticking around to get Felicia's signature was gonna not make it so I couldn't get the boys uh, at Impractical Jokers, and I was really eager to meet them. I. I listen to their podcasts, and one of the things that they always respond to, and they say they will respond to, is people who listen to the other podcasts. Let's say you and Tom, Steve, Dave. So I basically I walked up. We waited in a crazy line. I took a picture of it, put it on Facebook. We we were all the way down the street, but we got up there, and I had them sign my uh, my souvenir book, and then they were signing their own comics, which was cool. And then I basically said, you know, I said, "What's up, kid?" He's like, hey, "What's up, man?" And I'm like, uh, I said, "All right." I said, I love Tom, Steve, Damon, and, and what say you, and Sal was next to him, and he's like, yeah, and he, you know, fist bump, and that, that was cool. It was just cool to meet those guys, and then Murray didn't sign my book. Somehow I bypassed Murray. Murray. Somehow I bypassed Murray, 
and uh, Joe Gatto at the end is signing. I was like, yeah, I even want Joe to sign. I even want Murray to sign it. And uh, and so Joe's all, Murray, sign this. So it was pretty funny. Uh, it was it was another one of those Comic Con experiences where it's like, you know, it, I'm not like one of those people. Like I'm not gonna harass them. You know, I did hold up the line for a second because I'm like, look, I want you guys to, you know sign this stuff because I'm I'm excited to see you guys and I'll never be on the East Coast ever you know I can I you know it's gonna take a lot for me to get out there so it was really fun so we did that and then yeah, what do we do to explain this line really quick it wasn't like you just went around the block like oh, say Game of Thrones it literally went out into the middle of the street and down like a block and a half and it was just like insane it was really cool and the guys were really cool you know that you couldn't take selfies with them because it was such a huge line they had limited right. time but we got in line. I was in front of Marshall, and I got my comic signed, and, and I was taking pictures of all of them. But the funniest thing is, like, okay, picture Q, picture Sal, picture Murray. And I got to Joe, and I was just about to take my picture, and he had just signed. And all of a sudden, he just looks up with the perfect photo smile. And the other ones were just all candid shots, and he was he like posed for it. Yeah. And I didn't even plan it. It was just, it was awesome. You know, and, and it makes me want to keep watching the show. I was wary because I don't really do reality TV, and then I realized it's not really reality TV. It's not. I'm really happy I started well, watching it's re- it. It's real reality TV. Yeah, and I and I honestly I don't do reality TV, but as you know, I love podcasts. Yeah, no matter how many times I've tried to get him to watch The Amazing Race. New, new. So anyway, uh, it was a it was a great day, and then uh, after that we met up with Chinook and Heather PLS and um, Chinook's friend Juan. Chinook's friend Juan. We had some a uh, little dinner. Then we all kind of went our separate ways. The girls went to the five hundred first thing. Um, and actually Chinook, which was really cool, uh, which I was kind of wishing he was here. I could ask him. We can ask him tomorrow. But he uh, he basically went to the Conan O'Brien bingo. And from what I can tell, he won the damn thing. Yeah, and it looks like he got tickets for tomorrow night's show. Yeah, which I hate him. So we'll ask him tomorrow for sure about that. Uh, so we've been going on a little bit. The last thing we did was um, I went to Hall H for the first time. I, I figured that after Lucasfilm... I might as well try it. You know what I mean? I, I've never seen an evening with Kevin Smith. He didn't call it that this year. He called it Yoga Hosers. Uh, any true Kevin Smith fan would know exactly what Yoga Hosers is. Uh, I was super... Part of the new Connect trilogy. Exactly. And I was super pumped to be able to get in. Like, I waited in line for a good chunk of time. But sadly, like we said in the beginning of the show, Lucasfilm said, Hey, everybody, let's go to this free Star Wars concert. And we're going to give you... So, let's go back to this real quick. So... Um, Harrison Ford showed up. Yep. So the big three were there. Um, it, Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford kissed. Yeah, everybody was there. There's some great pictures on the internet. Um, it was, it would have been amazing to be there. But since we weren't, all right. So the last thing is what? What are we talking about? Um, what we're doing tomorrow? Well, no, we didn't finish what we were saying. So the Star Wars panel, um, they didn't show new footage from what I can understand. The big, the the big three were there. They did bring out. Um, Baba Joe. Okay. Which is a, a new um, real oh, creature. Right, right. That was the one that was in the... Um, in, the Oma- original, in the original Omaze, Omaze uh, trail, right. uh, the Omaze uh, video. Which is cool. So that was awesome. And then... Well, I, we didn't see that, but we, ama- we, we assume it's awesome. The cool thing is... Well, cool for everybody but Kevin Smith. They basically, as we said at the top of the show, you know, JJ's like, hey, everybody, let's go to a concert in the park. And so that cleared out everybody lightsabers. Oh my god, it cleared out Hall H. So I'm sitting in there. I'm literally, you know, five, six rows back in Hall H. 
And I'm like, this is literally Kevin Smith's worst, worst nightmare. I mean, he talks about it every year. When he comes out, he's just like, well, this is, you know, I'm always afraid there's no one going to be here. And this is the year. Yep. And the cool thing about it was he said, you know what? My worst nightmare happened, and I'm okay. You know, and he did his show. It was amazing. And I not only broke my Hall H cherry, but I I got to see Kevin Smith again and um, hear him tell his stories. Granted, he, you know, I've heard some of those stories before, but I'll listen to him again. You know, it's, again, just like uh, Felicia Day is one of my inspirations. So that was cool. Then, uh, so tomorrow, what do we got? Uh, well, tomorrow morning, we've got our... Uh uh, uh, meet and greet with the uh, Swotor uh, team, and then we've got the right. story panel with the lead writer. Right. Um, and then they're going to be redoing the meet and greet and the panel a little bit shorter, but they're going to be redoing it a second time. And then we're going to be having the um, the Q and A tomorrow evening. So that'll be cool. Um, you know what's funny is whether I cut that or not. Uh, remember that happened to. Juan earlier. He got the wrong beer, too. At the Marriott. Remember? Yes. It's wrong beer day. But I like beer. And I'm drinking it. It's not, it's not great. It's not the IPA. Yeah, it wasn't as good as I was hoping. I'm moving on. Let's yeah. move on. So, so we've got that. Um, it looks like uh, Geek and Sundry is going to be having a drinking thing at a bar somewhere tomorrow. We're uh, going to be following that on Twitter to find out where. Um, but then the big thing, tomorrow night about midnight, Right. we're going to be uh, up at the House of Blues and uh, taking... Uh, uh, some seats actually this year, yeah, which I'm excited about. Well, and watching Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman in Hollywood Babylon, and I'm, I'm actually most excited. I think this might be our year, man. For, I do for too. getting our emails read, I don't want to, you know, knock on wood. Well, Marshall writes an email every year because you know they do write, they do have the mailbag and the shoutouts, and uh, I have never written. I decided to write this year, and uh, he I talked shit about me. I know he did, but whatever. A, a little bit, actually, <laughs> um, which is important. So hopefully Marshall will appreciate what I did, and uh, we shall see. I'm uh, I'm excited. Cool. All right, so let's close this out, man. This is Comic Con Day 2.5. Day 2.5. It's we Friday night. Have done some awesome things, uh, and have barely scratched the surface uh, surface of of in the con, outside the con. I didn't even hit the con floor today, uh, but tomorrow morning I'm going to go in, see what I can see. Then we're going to head over to Star Wars and. Uh, harass Musco a little bit and ask some of the questions uh, you guys asked so I'm hoping yep. maybe I'll post this up in the morning um, as our you know I don't know we'll call it Comic Con day one and two or something yeah you know? so if we get this up Saturday morning make sure you listen and two things make sure you follow hashtag the usual podcast because oh, yeah. everything we post we include that hashtag so if you want to see us meerkatting if you want to see us uh, periscoping if you want to see pictures we're going to do both those things uh, during the seven o'clock during the cantina. Yeah, absolutely. I will be meerkatting um, a lot of the uh, the, the tour stuff tomorrow. Maybe even a little bit of the Hollywood Babylon. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. Um, but that and also, uh, if you have any questions you want us to ask the uh, the dev team, uh, just uh, send them to our yep. Twitter feed at at Darth Pops or at I am Will Griggs. Indeed. Or send them to uh, the usual podcast at gmail.com. I like that you took the outro, man. I like it. I'm happy it was, uh, it. Well, I, I know you're two thirds a little bit. My tooth uh, is killing me. Um, I, I wasn't going to mention it, but yeah, I, I have a, obviously a, a tooth issue. So, and I've had a lot of beers. So, Will took us out. You know, we'll talk, we'll talk about our sponsors at episode 25. But thanks for joining us. Yep. And we will see you tomorrow. Happy Comic Con. Indeed. <laughs>